Welcome to the A to Z Sports, powered by TennesseeTickets.com. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at A to Z Sports. You like our Facebook page at A to Z Sports Nashville. We're Nashville's on-demand sports talk network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Let's thank our sponsors because they truly do make everything happen for our show and our business. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go to find out how much your home can rent for the professional landlords at renterswarehouse.com. Mandu, the pulse of fitness where one 15-minute workout simulates five-plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. The Tucker Agency, Nashville's independent insurance agency, giving you relief by saving you money on your insurance. TuckerTN.com. And Calvin and Subtle for your hardwood floors and finishings in the Middle Tennessee area. Head to Calvin and Subtle. Dot com and then also the Bone and Joint Institute of Tennessee, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Boneandjointtn.org. Dom on Facebook out of the gate says, at least the Preds have a chance. The Grizzlies are done. And I think, Dom, you are right about the Preds having a chance for sure. We'll get your percentage on the Preds winning the series. But I think the Grizz are absolutely done. Uh Tennessee started 0-4 in bubbles. The Preds lost in their game one against Arizona. The Grizzlies are 0-3. And then you can maybe say 0-5 because Jaron Jackson Jr. tours meniscus, and he is out for the rest of the NBA bubble. Uh, so the Grizzlies might as well be cooked. They are done for. But the Preds have a big chance, Zach, because of how they came out of the gate yesterday in game two, getting up 2-0 early in the first then expanding that to 4 nothing, you got a lot of guys uh, making impact plays. Nick Bonino with a hell of a snipe uh, to get the Preds on the board. The Jofa line is back. We'll talk more about them later. Uh, and UC Saro has played phenomenal. Your, your immediate thoughts about Game 2? Well, Game 2 was bizarro. That, that's kind of how I would describe it because all of the feelings that you got from Game 1, like what the hell is this? Preds fans didn't sign up for this. Why don't you play some defense? Why don't you stop some goals? Well, you got that back, right? The feeling of, oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Three different times uh, as they went up pretty quick, pretty early. It was really, it was 2 nothing right out of the gates. And you kind of sense this, okay, whatever happened from game one to game two, whether it was the coaching staff or the players saying, we need to get our stuff together and start playing like the team we know that we can play like. And give it the hiatus and all the, the time off because of COVID throughout the summer. These guys still are professional athletes and they know how to play. They know how to shoot. They know how to pass. Just like in the NBA, those guys know how to play ball. But I was I, I was pleasantly surprised on the on the vigor that they came out in game two, getting that lead. And really, I mean, they dominated the entire game. And yeah. you know what? They had some tough spots where, I mean, Arizona had some flurries, some shots on goal that was like, dang, dang, boom, boom. They were in their zone. They could not get it out of their zone. And they hung, Asaro's hung tight. The defense yep. hold, held tight. And they were impressive. I, I, I think that was the one thing the Preds needed to kind of shift the momentum and really the confidence back to the series. Now, we'll talk about the impact of the last two goals. You mentioned that. That that betters beware. Yeah, yeah, but, the over under, right? But but I was I, I was impressed that they came out and they kind of look. They got shaken up game one. They came up, woke up, and, and played a very good game two. Yeah, they had to have it. If they went down 0-2, it would have been really really bad. Because I saw a stat. 
uh, that in a five-game series, the team that takes the 2-0 lead wins like 98% of those series. So the Preds would have been in a tough spot there. But you mentioned UC Soros, and you're right. In that first period, I believe it was still scoreless at this at this point. UC Soros made several nice athletic, uh, really uh, nice uh, ballerina-like saves when they couldn't get out of the zone. I thought UC Saros was going to pass out from just exhausting all that energy, but he, but he hung tight for sure. And that leads me to what I think is a humongous advantage going into today's Game 3. This is the first time in like 40-plus years, I think, that a NHL playoffs <clears throat> will have a back-to-back. In, in this bubble, they're doing back-to-back days of playoff games. Normally they stretch it out at least a day of rest in between. So what does that mean? That means you're going to probably going to get new goalies. Uh, Soros started the first two games. Pecorine is right there. Well rested has not played in a actual like competitive game since back in March. And the last time he played, he gave up eight goals, but we know that's not what Pekka is like, but Pekka is fresh. Now, when you look at the Arizona Coyotes goalie situation, it gets really interesting because Darcy Kemper is a really good goalie, and he had he let in four goals yesterday against the Preds and three uh, on Sunday in Game One. So Darcy Kemper has played two of these games, right? You might think it's time for Arizona to to maybe play a backup on a back to back like this. Well, if you were paying attention uh, to the second period of the game yesterday, you would have noticed that. Ronta, the backup goalie for Arizona, left the bench and went back to the dressing room because he took a puck to the helmet during pregame and he wasn't even able to stay out on the bench for the rest of the game. And who is goalie number three for Arizona? It's 24-year-old Aiden Hill, who might have some talent, but he's got zero experience. Aiden Hill has only played in 30 career NHL games and he's played in zero NHL playoff games. So I think the Preds potentially has a have a massive advantage today. Whether the Coyotes want to roll with playing Kemper in three games in four days, or if they want to go to their young goalie, their third string goalie in Aiden Hill, because Ronta is probably unable to go with what happened to him yesterday in pregame warmups. If you couldn't stay on the bench and watch the rest of the game, I feel very – I'm concerned about your well-being, about playing in goal the very next day. May have gotten the zoomies on the sidelines, you know, I, and I, we can't speculate, and God knows the NHL is not going to tell us what the injury is. So I, I do think Tommy brings up a good point that you touched on the fact that they don't have that day in between, but Tommy brings up and says, I don't think they changed go- goalies because there's no travel. Right, the 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 grind of the playoffs and really the series, and they're just getting started. Uh, but I think that's the big difference: is there's not a grind to go home, get up, get on a plane, get off a plane. Then they've got probably some sort of skate. Then sleep in a hotel room, like all of that that they're used to. No, they're in a bubble, and so far and. You knock on wood for the NHL and the NBA. The bubbles worked out pretty damn good, right? They haven't had the big hiccup that maybe Major League Baseball and the Cardinals and the Marlins have had, but there's no travel. And I wonder what the impact of roster moves as we talk about that 
has with – yeah, you can play. These guys can play games, be it back-to-back. But I think the reason why they they switch up goalies as much as they do, and, and we're used to it, right, because we've never had this bubble experience. They've never been in one place is there's no travel. And I think that's going to be a, a telltale sign not only just in this series, but future, right, for the sure. long haul of you as, you as you go through this Stanley Cup playoff is how are these coaches going to treat these players and how are the players going to say, look, coach, I mean, we're not traveling. I'm going home. I'm getting some treatment. I'm going to the trainers and I'm sitting on my couch. You know why? Because I can't go out and party. I, I, I go home and I sit in my hotel room or I play Xbox. So I, I think that's going to be a a, a a kind of a weird thing that impacts hockey and maybe basketball for the long haul. All right, A to Z Sports has asked, like, how do you feel about this uh, advantage I'm saying the Preds have? I've got some stats on save percentages for goalies playing in back-to-back games uh, from, from a few years ago. So I'll get to that. How do you feel about this potential huge advantage for the Preds in game three today after dominating game two? But first, let me tell you about Renters Warehouse. Nashville's professional landlords, RentersWarehouse.com is where to go to find out how much your home can rent for. There are so many ways that Renters Warehouse can help out you during these pandemic times, uh, whether you're mortgage is biting into your income deeper than it normally is, or if you own Airbnbs and you have just empty property sitting around, renterswarehouse.com. There's no binding contracts, no upfront fees, no marketing costs, just one low $89 a month payment for them to do everything. Renterswarehouse.com is where to go. A to Z Sports Swag, we got you AZ30 until football is back, 30% off all orders. You see those four, you can get you can get the t-shirts, you can get hats, you can get long sleeves, shop.a-to-zsportsnashville.com right there, AZ30 gets you 30% off. All right, so I think the Preds have a potential massive advantage today with the goalie situation uh, in the bubble. So I, I think I think it would be smart for the Preds to use Pecorine. UC Soros, by, by the way, uh, I got this from John Glennon, has never started back-to-backs. Never in his in his NHL career has never played in consecutive days as a starting goalie. So there's a note there. I think they should use Pecorine, who has won a Vesna trophy recently. We know his last game giving up eight goals was not the best, and he did not look great, but he's had five months of rest, right? So I think the Preds' advantage comes because Darcy Kemper, who's now given up seven goals in game one and game two combined, uh, would you want to play a guy three games in four days, travel or not? It's not just back-to-backs, it's three and four. I think that's important here because the save percentage on – I get this from Broadway Hockey. Alex Doherty, our Preds writer, tweeted this out yesterday towards the end of the game. Uh, Broadway Hockey says that if back-to-back uh, games, goalies have their average save percentage drop from 92% to 88%. That's a huge deal. Huge deal. That percentage is massive when you're talking about save percentage from goalies dropping that much, being a rested goalie versus a goalie playing on back-to-back days. That's a big deal. And Arizona might not have uh, 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 Rotna coming up because of the injury or whatever happened yesterday, Ranta there. They might have to go with Aiden Hill, the young guy who's only played 30 games. I still think on those back-to-back, that's skewed because back-to-backs, how often do you play back-to-back home games? You usually go back and you you fly 
that's how I see it as, oh, right? I think it's kind of split. Sometimes you play back-to-backs at home. Uh, sometimes you play like the Preds have done many times. They've played like Chicago or St. Louis home and home back-to-back nights or both teams are trying. I think the travel po- point you brought up is great. Um, that and I honestly didn't think much about that. I was going more off the statistics of what happens of just playing in goal for a full 60 minutes, especially in an atmosphere that's playoff hockey. And I, I know it doesn't, it doesn't feel like playoff hockey because there's no packed out stands with energy, but it's playoff hockey. And this is, this is a swing game. It's 1-1 right now. And I think this is very interesting for, for this game today. Yeah, well, and the Preds have to feel, are they confident enough in Pekka? Like Johnny Reed says, Pekka knows that this is his last chance for a cup. I think he plays hard for the win if he does get that opportunity. Are you willing – Austin, let's just face it. We're going to talk about the series impact here in a little bit. This is a massive shifting game, right? This is a series shifting game. Because it's not a seven-game series, it's a five-game series, you're going to steal the momentum today. Right. So, like, it's 1-1. There's no home ice, right? So you may be wearing different jerseys, but you're playing on the same ice. There's no different crowd. They may play different songs. Well, I, I don't even know how they do that or how the NHL regulate that. Heard a lot of Tim McGraw yesterday. Though. Yeah, I, I feel like Bridgestone Arena is playing music because that's where the TV broadcast is being done out of. So they use that for the for the home audience to feel like it's a Preds game. Yeah, and so how confident are you that Pekka doesn't go back to his you know eight goals? Uh, look, I don't think he's gonna. He would be that bad, but I'll, it's I'll a risk. Well, Jacob brings up a good point that Pekka looked fine against Dallas. I thought Pekka looked really good against Dallas. He was making some athletic side-to-side saves uh, in that exhibition. Obviously, made the shift right. The franchise. This is a big game. No longer is Pekka your superstar like he was in 2016. No doubt. No, no Soros is. The, they've made Soros the shift. Soros is goalie number one, no doubt, but. I think Pecorine is probably one of the best second goalies in the NHL because of the literal, uh, he won a Vesna trophy not too long ago. So yeah. Pecorine has, and he has tons of playoff experience to be able to deal with this type of situation. Do you think that they will play Pekka today? I think they should. And I think they will. Yes. I'll go Soros. You think they're starting Soros? I, I think you play. And look, I know the, the two backdoor goals that may, that may have sealed Maybe that that sealed the fact that Pekka will play. But I kind of ride the hot hat hand. And you know what, Austin? Do you remember, and I know you do because we talk every day, but do you remember when we were debating whether uh, Soros would get an opportunity in these playoff games the last couple of years? And well, you yeah, kept on I, saying, hey, you got to let Soros get in. I did. I was Soros on the Soros side. And you know what? I was on the Pekka side because I believe – that at that point, he was he was goalie one. And you ride and die with your best player. And right now, unfortunately, Pekka has lost a step because maybe father time and some other things. But I ride and die with my guy. That's an ode of confidence to Soros in really his first playoff stint as the main guy. Yeah, I think you go Soros. I, I think this is why you have Pecorine. And Ethan Ranger says Pekka is probably the best backup in the league. The Preds goalie situation is a huge advantage. I agree. I want to back up today. I but this is no, you're playing back to back. You're playing your third game in four days. That's that's they the haven't point. played in a long time. Come on, I don't it's care. Like they've gone through the grind of the season. I am actually 
I am now, I am more confident that Soros will play. I've talked myself into it. Okay. I think Soros I, is going to be the I, guy. I, I think he it's going to be Pecorino. Uh, Tress says pass the buck to UC because he could be the guy sooner rather than later. I, I In this game three today of whoever starts in net for the Preds, is it's irrelevant to the overall who's who's the number one goalie because UC Soros is the number one goalie. He started the exhibition and he started the first two games. So UC Soros is the number one goalie, but I do think it makes a lot of sense to play Pecorine in the third game in four days uh, when it is 1-1. Can't take Soros out until he proves otherwise. That's not how a hockey. That's not how hockey teams do it in, when it comes to back to backs. But, but you know what? This ain't how hockey teams play playoffs either, right? Fair. This is weird, right? And so I, I think that's a huge impact of how you coach in this coronavirusville that they're in in Edmonton, or lack thereof. Thankfully, but I look. I, I you cannot treat this as the same because it is very, very different. There is no travel. There is no home ice. There is no crowd. Like, that makes a massive difference. And they haven't played. And on top of that, they haven't played a lot of hockey. If this was maybe deep into the third series or, like, the Western Conference Finals, maybe i think a little differently. But they just started playing. Like, they just started back. Yeah, but you can't you 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 ride with your guy. I think Soros should play the whole damn series. Do you think? Do you think? Uh, and game four is going to be Friday. We don't know the time of that yet. I think it would make sense to play Soros uh, after a day off on Thursday. No doubt about it. But do you think Arizona is going to play Darcy Kemper? They're starting they goalie. Have a diff- they have a different goalie situation than the Preds do. They just do right, and you you walk through that. Their decision is between a backup who got pegged in the head and left the game and a third string who's 24 years old. I don't know what the guy looks like, but he probably just started to be able to grow Aiden Hill, and I'll steal this from Alex, our Preds writer. Aiden Hill, the third goalie for Arizona, looks like a member of the Trailer Park, Park Boys TV show. That's why I said he probably can't even grow a full beard. So, like, again, don't, don't hate on that. Well, uh, you know, uh, so, that, 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 that means nothing. That grow, the lack of the ability to grow a beard. No, it's hair on your chest. That look, that, that I've got the hair on the chest. I just yeah. don't. I just can't grow it on my face. But the experience—that's what it goes to. Like, right? It's a metaphor, Austin. That—that's what the, the the hair on your chest is. It. What you say to your I, young son who's yes. running around because he hadn't lived a bunch of life. So uh, that's what I'm saying. The the you cannot compare right. the two goalies situation very different. How about this? Uh, Hunter says the problem with playing Soros is you want him for game four, and he won't play game four if he starts game three. I I, I think that's a really good point he there by Hunter. Hand. Yeah, but that's now you're talking about four games in six days, he including a back to back. He's young. You can't treat this guy like he's an old fogey. We're like, not treating him like that. He's just not, he's not 35-year-old LeBron James that needs time off. This guy's John Morant. He can run around for days. That's not how goalies operate. They they absolutely don't play back-to-backs when necessary. When and they have to travel. But Zach Soros, who is this young, super, this young, like athletic kid who's not going to get tired, he's never played, he's never started back-to-back games in his career. I so, bet you they have that guy doing cryotherapy and living in an oxygen tank. If like right, so he's 
He's going to be fine. This okay. is professional Hunter sport. says, Zach, I played hockey in college. It's very unlikely to play back-to-backs. Do well, you want to believe you we'll that out. or do you want to believe Hunter who played hockey in college? So that's fine, Hunter, and I respect that. But uh, did you play in a bubble where you didn't have to travel to series? This is unique. I'm not speaking like hockey is the same that it was because it, it isn't. I am adapting and evolving and changing to the circumstance that is that is in front of them. Yeah, uh, I G-Man think that matters. G Man asked Austin, are you worried uh, more about the physical or the mental aspect of this? The goalies, I, it's the physical. Like the mental, I think UC Soros has confidence. I, it's more about the physical of not being tired, of not having just played two games in three days and now playing three and four. I, I, that's what I'm talking about. It's about the physical because I've seen. I say the stat again from from uh, Broadway hockey from a few years ago. The save percentage of a goalie of a rested goalie is like ninety two percent, and the save percentage of a non rested goalie is like eighty eight, eighty nine percent. That's a big difference in goalie save percentage. Austin, I'm going to throw another point at you that I think is big. This is key. This goes to the relationship part of it. John Hines has no tie to Pecorino. He didn't make that Stanley Cup run with Peter Laviolette, sure. right? He doesn't have that loyalty that we saw Mike Malarkey have with DeMarco Murray for some reason because he did him good, right? That's a big, big thing. And I think that also goes to probably playing Soros a hell of a lot more because the loyalty's not there. All right, John so Hines does not have that connection with Pekka like all, right. all these other guys. Sure, right? sure. But that, I don't think That's that matters. That, all right, so let's let's read some comments uh, real quick. Uh, Jacob says, Zach, a hockey player can lose five to eight pounds in the course of a single game. Hunter says, Zach is right, but hockey doesn't work like that. But he would ride or die with a starter there. Uh, Ethan Ramsey says, you don't store up stamina indefinitely. Hockey is a physical sport, and playing four games in six days is demanding on the body. Uh, Liddy uh, says, on this point, Pekka started every playoff game for 89 straight playoff games, so why is it so hard to give Soros his chance to do the same? It's not about giving Soros a chance or not giving Soros a chance. It's about back-to-back days of playing. And, and I think that's, that's this is the, the pivotal point. game, Austin. I, agree. I would rather have Soros in goal tonight to or today to make sure you can get your series lead, and then on if you want to if you want to play Pekka on Friday, I'm not going to argue that if, that makes more sense. But if you but if if the Preds lose today with Soros, you're playing Soros, your best, your number one goalie on Friday in a potential elimination because that's what it's going to be that's Friday. Right. Friday is an elimination game, regardless of what happens today. Either way, Alex Doherty, our predator, says. A good comparison is starting pitchers in Major League Baseball. The day's rest, regardless of travel, is important for those muscles. It's just about the human body, which is what I agree. I think the Preds have a massive advantage today because of the injury with Toronto from Arizona, for them potentially playing their third goalie, young, talented maybe, but inexperienced Aiden Hill versus very experienced Vesna Trophy winner from a couple of years ago, Pecorine, who may what have you done for me lately. You've mentioned the Vesna Trophy four to five, maybe five times in this singular broadcast. Three. three. That, I think it's three. No, I know it's definitely four, but uh, too many times. Okay, we get it. But that was then that now, this is now. Austin, do you know how when the Soros was born? What year? Uh, like 1996. Five. Ah, I almost said 95. He's young. He's got plenty of juice. The juice has got plenty of juice. 
Come on, man. Right. He can play. Let him play. He hadn't played through the grind and the rigors of the season because of coronavirus. <laughs> Jonathan Tillman says, "Why, Zach, why do you think the skill gap between Soros and Peck is that great? Why not rest Soros today? Because Soros has shown that he is the heir apparent. He has... He has won the job over Pekka from all of these years, and he play, he's been playing well for several years. It's not just like, oh, he just won the job. And Pekka, let's just face it, his play has gone down since the aforementioned Vesna trophy that he won <laughs> from my co-host Austin Stanley, which he likes to remind us of. But that's what I'm saying. Soros has earned this job. This is where you earn your money. Like and they brought up the uh, uh, Alex brought up the baseball point fair, yeah, but I think you also but also when it gets down to the nitty gritty in series, guys play. Um, they don't rest their I, arm. I agree with they Jeff. They come out and pitch. I agree with Jeff. It's very tough to do three games in four days. I don't know that anyone at any age can be effective in that situation. So that's what though. Come on, get out of here with that. A to Z Sports here live. It's not about that. It's not about that. Soros oh, said. Searle said yesterday after the game that he's going to be ready to play today because, of course, he's going to say that because every athlete is going to say it. that. It's not up to UC Soros. Of it course to he him. does. He's a professional athlete. Give of, it to him. Of every professional athlete in Nashville, minus Vic Beasley, wants it, okay? So it's not about asking the player what the player wants to do because if you ask Taylor Juan, hey, what play do you want to run right here? He's going to say run left 100% of the time. That's not what this is about. It's about the coach handling the situation the best way. And that's and why you walk up to the coach, your head coach, and say, Coach, I'm playing. Okay. A to Z Sports here live on a Wednesday. We've got throwing shade later. I'm getting fired up already. Talking yeah, because Coach is going to be like, hell yeah, I want you to play. You got that juice back. Game All two. Right, Let's Zach, run it back game three. Zach, here's the next question. What percentage chance do you give the Preds to win this series? What percentage chance do you give the Preds to win this series? But first, tell the people about Calvin and Suttle. Yeah, Calvin and Suttle is where you need to get your hardwood forward. CalvinandSuttle.com or 615-448-6414. That's 615-448-6414. Look, they're trusted right here in uh, Middle Tennessee. Hardwood and finishings. If you've been in your house for the last several months like we all have, you've probably been looking around saying, look, I can upgrade this thing. Instead of spending all that money going out to expensive dinners, you probably – you can upgrade your house, and eventually when you sell it, the equity goes up. You make more money. CalvinandSubtle.com. They've got cost-effective hardwood floors, and it's simple. You call them up, 615-448-6414. They come out to your house. You CDC precautions. You put out your perfect hardwood floor. One to two weeks, they order the material, and they install. Your wife loves you. Your kids love it. Your house is better. It's it's a no-brainer. CalvinandSubtle.com. All right, A to Z Sports on a Wednesday, talking Preds. Don't forget, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook for Preds coverage. Alex Doherty, our guy, is doing a fantastic job of uh, giving you social media coverage, also reacting to what happens on A to Z Sports Nashville.com. You can go read about how Nick Bonino uh, changed the momentum yesterday on our website, A to Z Sports Nashville.com, after the show. All right, Zach, what percentage chance do you give the Preds of winning this series now that it is back? at one apiece uh, because the Preds went down three goals twice in game one. I had a splinter in my finger and I was helping move furniture and just frustrated the Preds doing what they do. But then they come back yesterday and dominate that game. 
minus the opening penalty five seconds in from Forsberg. They dominated that for the rest of the way. What percentage chance the Preds win this series? So Drew says 45. He's below 50. Uh, Jacob says 90. Uh, Ethan says 70% chance. Travis White says 51. So given that one that 1% over 50%, Jeff says 60%. The third-string goalie is the advantage that they needed, and you referenced that earlier on in the show. Yeah. G-Man on base says 70%. Dustin says 65. Johnny Lee says 90%. Uh, Alex says 92%. Uh, Ricky says 60. Johnny Lee says that the momentum is with the Preds. Joe goes with 65. Jonathan Tillman goes 80% chance if Pekka starts today. 60% if Sorrow starts today. I think that is ass backwards, but that's no, okay. That's, I, I, I'm Jonathan's not- entitled to his opinion. I, I, don't, I don't agree with it whatsoever. Steven says 75%. Tommy goes 70%. Austin, what is your pursuit? Oh, we got a hundred. We got a hundred. We got ding ding. Ring a ding ding. All right. So uh, I'm not at a hundred percent. I'm not at eighty five or eighty percent. I think this is like a a sixty eight percent chance. I'm going to give the Preds a sixty. That one more percentage? No, no, it's not that nice. It's a sixty eight percent chance that the Preds win this series. Look, the Preds are the better team they were the entire season, and including us. And this is a season where the Preds have been maddening and inconsistent throughout the entire thing. But the Preds are more talented, and also the Arizona's been without their their best score for the first two games, and I don't think he's going to play today either. So I think the Preds will win today. I, I I kind of expect this thing to go five because the Preds can always slip up and do something stupid and give up a shorthanded goal like they did on Sunday or just be in the penalty box for like 18 minutes of the 60-minute game. So I, I think I, I think 68% chance the Preds win this. I, and I think the, uh, the rest of the percentage chance, like the 32% chance I'm giving the Arizona, half of that is because I think the Preds can beat themselves. Yeah, that's fair. I have a uh, I have a different, slightly different opinion. Kyle says, "Damn, just don't read any of my comments." Then. I've actually well, been well, meaning to read a couple no, of no, no, comments. No, no, no. Well, no. I'll, let me say this. Kyle, the reason why I didn't read your comments is because you went ifs and buts, beers and nuts on us, and that wasn't the question. You said if we win today's game, yeah, I'm going with ninety percent. I didn't no, ask that. You don't, get, ask that. you don't get that opportunity to work on today's result, Kyle. Right? We're talking about it's 1-1. What do you think? So there, there's the reasoning behind that is well thought out. I ain't look, I ain't no punk. Uh so Deborah says 75. Andrew Frill says 55. I'm actually closer with Andrew. I'm gonna go 60%, and it goes to the inconsistencies that Richard brings up. He's at 35, but yeah. he says. The Preds are too, T-O-O, inconsistent. They they have not proven all year for this team, even with LaViolette, without LaViolette, that they can continuously win games over and over and over again. So I, I think that they can because of all of the points you brought up. I thought they were very good of, of maybe Arizona not being the quality team as the Preds. But being too inconsistent has really wrecked them this season. I think Soros needs to play tonight. I think he's got the hot hand. You stick with your young, spry, 25-year-old goalie. And I think it's I think it's about 60% chance. So, I look, I, I think the Preds are favorite, 
But that 40% chance just keeps creeping in with the inconsistencies. And look at game one to game two. That yeah. tells you a lot. Uh, underscore taco eater underscore on YouTube says 58%. Uh, then we got Ethan saying we got to talk Austin up one more percentage point. Drew says, damn, Austin, just one more to 69%. Just take it. I have something. Something I haven't mentioned yet, except for the very, very beginning of the show. Jofa's back, guys. I don't know if you guys have noticed. I'm sure you have. If I've watched, I watched Friday's exhibition, I watched Sunday's game, and I watched yesterday's game. And Jofa is back to form because in those three games, let's count it up. Arvidsson has three goals. Forsberg has two goals, and Ryan Johansson had a goal yesterday to put them up. 2-0. So 69% chance the Preds win this series because Jofa is back uh, and they're about to take both of these games uh, on these two back-to-back day -back days. I think the Preds win today and I think Jofa does more damage. Roman Yossi also doing pretty good uh, and putting up some points in the assist column as well. So I'm going 69% guys just to make you feel better that Jofa's back. And you also saw some secondary scoring Yesterday, too, with Yarn Croak and Benino getting involved. Uh, even Kyle Turris hit a post. Like, that's the most thing. That's the best thing Kyle Turris has done in a year and a half is he hit the post. So uh, that's where I'm going to go. I bumped it up to 69%. Yeah, and Kyle Turris, I'm not trying to – I'm not trying to shift this entire conversation. But Kyle Turris has been a massive disappointment since he's traded here and then signed, right? Didn't yeah. he sign? Which they're making yeah, like sense. a three, six-year, $36 million deal or something like that. What in the hell is going on? Um, but I, I think fair. I think Jofa, they needed to be reunited to feel so good, and they're starting to feel good. And so that should give – that should move up the percentage maybe to 69 for you. Yeah. I, 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 their inconsistencies of the, the club, the team, uh, have me still a little bit lower. But – Today, as Kyle likes to say, if if they win today, then I'll feel differently. How about that? Yeah, I think the Preds are going to win today uh, for sure. It is eSports, so more uh, – Alex, Turris, Alex uh, uh, Doherty says, Kyle Turris equals captain for the Seattle Kraken uh, when the Preds leave that guy unprotected in that upcoming uh, – expansion league draft there so did you see uh, i don't know if this is i don't know if it's breaking news did you see that uh and we've seen him on the the broadcast jp dumont is now the the head coach of nba hockey he got a head coaching job for, uh, good for that the big red uh david said he david's coming this twice he says, when are y'all getting an nhl logo for your graphic all this talk about the preds where's the love uh, the Preds have love by having a Preds logo on our graphic there, David. It's right above Zach's head. See that Preds logo? That's how we represent the Nashville Predators when we talk about the Nashville Predators on uh, the show. Is right there. It stays there every day uh, that we have a Preds logo because we talk about the Preds. It's so Do we talk about the NHL? No. Uh, we talk about the Nashville Predators. Do you so. care about the Islanders? No. 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 Do I give a rip about the Hurricanes? No. Right? Like, Tress says, take a lap, David. <laughs> I don't like the Flyers. No. Take a like, lap. Look, maybe in the future, look, as A to Z sports expand, we can talk about more NHL things. But as far as we're in this particular market as of now, I 
I, we ain't going to be talking about the San Jose Sharks. They're just not, unless they play the Preds. <laughs> And we don't talk about the Preds that often because of the rigors of the season. Yeah. And and we've talked about this. The Preds, and this is something that they do a this is just hockey in the South. And I truly the Preds have done do an outstanding, and we'll talk about the series yes. in fact yeah. maybe we can get into this a little bit more. Right. But Preds do an exquisite job of marketing, and the games going to Bridgestone Arena are really, really fun. But this game is so young in this city. People are still trying to figure out how the game works. I mean, let's just be honest. I'm not, that's not a knock at you guys that understand hockey, that are watching this show, that are intelligent on rosters and all that stuff. But that's just – it hasn't been here long enough. And they've been doing good to it with a lot of sheets of ice to get that going. Yep, yep. That goes into the series impact of what this could do with right. the franchise. Real quick, David follows up says, looks like they're the Preds are an NFL team with their logo. Now, it's pretty simple also. It's that over my uh, right shoulder, you have college sports. And over Zach's left shoulder, you have professional sports. So it's <laughs> it's that's that's kind of how it's set up. College on this side, college on this side. Pro on that side. So and Houston, uh, we were we need a National SC logo, but we had to take it down. <laughs> yeah, I mean they got kicked out of the damn tournament. What what can we that do? Was, that was a joke. We that, we will do we will do uh, National our, our SC job. coverage is planned. Uh, just unfortunately, COVID happened, and then COVID happened directly to Nashville SC. They got the raw end of the deal. So Brian says uh, the Preds have a forty nine percent chance to win the series. Zach, you said sixty percent. I said 69% uh, because that Jofa gets gets it up there all nice. Uh, but now, Zach, let's dive into that topic that you kind of tease a little bit, that winning this series is bigger for the Preds than we really are talking about right now. And, and, I'll, and we'll discuss more. I'll let Zach uh, talk about that. But first, let me tell you guys about Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, where one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room. With Mandu, I'm going today after the Preds game to Mandu to get a workout. Really, I could go during intermission, be in and out, and be no problem. But, uh, yeah, yeah. So, Mandu.com, your first workout is absolutely free, full body electronic muscle stimulation. Uh, they do a fantastic job of making you feel better, building functional strength and muscle, and also learning how to burn that hard to get body fat, get your visceral fat down, which is important. Mandu.com makes you feel great. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. A to Z Sports. We're talking about the Preds off of that 4-2 victory. Two backdoor goals that kind of, I mean, they had it so far in hand and there was such a little time left that they, you know, the Coyotes were not going to come back and win. But didn't, it would have been better for a lot of betters, as you mentioned, 4 nothing sounds a lot better than 4-2 if you have the under at 5.5. But this series, Austin, I think it impacts the future of the Preds a lot more than, than people think. Do you? Do you? Yeah, and, and we kind of talked about this pre-show a little bit, and Preds fans who are watching this show clearly are diehard Preds fans. So what I'm about to say does not involve you. It's not about you. You guys are in when it comes to the National Predators, which is fantastic, and they need more people like you. But the National Predators – because they sucked so much on the ice at the beginning part of the 2010s decade uh, that they had to 
minor league baseball, Bridgestone Arena, which they did a great job of. Their ticket sales were consistently high. They had a great atmosphere because they made it fun. They made it entertaining. They made it a night out. But that also made it a fad because then the, the Preds started winning at a high rate. They go to the Stanley Cup Finals. Everybody and their mother and their brother and their sister jumps in on the Preds in the summer of 2017. They carried on through the, 20, through the following season. They win the President's Trophy. Then they bow out early. And because the Preds do not have that deep tie within the fan base of generational fans, they don't have much anchor to keep them there when things don't go well. That The, the fringe Preds fans that jumped on board during that summer a few years ago, they're flaky. As soon as the Preds lose in the first round of the playoffs, eh, whatever. I don't think they're as flaky. but I'm, ta- I'm not talking about you guys watching the show. I'm not talking about the diehards. I'm not talking about the ones who are consistently in Bridgestone Arena on they've, a Tuesday. They've gotten a lot more of those. Absolutely. Though. But that's not what they, they've got to have. See, I, I think I think you get you got about, uh, I would say, half of it. I, I don't think you got the whole thing. Half of it is what you talked about and the trajectory of their window, right, as you talked about, window. That, that, and going through Subban and trading him away and, and going to get Duchesne, all that. My thing is, what's the number one thing that draws the Nashville Predators? It's the atmosphere, right? Bridgestone Arena's atmosphere. Coronavirus is going to inject fear into a lot of people to not go seek out said atmosphere for, I would say, I, I mean, a year at least, right? There are going to be people a year from now that are going to be locked in their house because they're deathly afraid of the coronavirus. Those people I don't understand, but that's going to happen. So the number one draw that the Preds have worked so damn hard at to attract new fans, a percentage of them are not going to seek the thrill because of fear. Whether there's a magic vaccine or whether they're the mask thing or whatever happens. Again, I don't know. I can't see the future, but there are going to be repercussions on the last four to five months economically and with sports. Not only sports, Bridgestone Arena in general. God knows how much money they're losing right now. That thing is, and look, they got accolades and awards for that arena of the arena of the year. Uh, how well it's run, how yeah. many events they put on, how many country music shows, rodeos, and Monster Jam truck shows. I mean, they do a tremendous job. That's all dead. That's taken away right now. Nothing. Crickets. All you got is masks. So to go all the way back down, how are you going to build yourself back up? I think that's going to be – and. Look, if there's one franchise that can do it, I think with entertainment value and marketing, it would be the Preds. Yeah. But that can't, and we've seen this, that cannot just take away the fear from a human being that is scared. Well, and it's not it's not sustainable completely. Like, you have to win games. And now that the Preds fan base, whether it's the bandwagon people or the diehards, they've tasted the, the biggest possible winning minus winning the actual cup – They've got the President's Trophy. They have a trip to the Cup Finals. They've got a Vezina Trophy winner, and they should get a Norris Trophy winner uh, later this year with, with Roman Yossi. Now, they've tasted it all, but that last very biggest prize. 
And so in the Preds roster situation, they used to be one of the youngest teams in the league. Not anymore. They're getting older and they're getting more expensive. And now there's a higher standard and a higher level of expectations where at some point these contracts are going to get so big and you'll talk about the salary cap impact because of revenue loss of COVID. How does that impact the Nashville Predators' ability to compete and to win at a high level? And what does that do to the fan base moving forward? Because I, I don't think the roots are deep enough for the entire Preds fan base to be able to succeed if they leave, if they lose this series, they're going to be irrelevant for a long time. Right. And they have to win this series right now because Nashville SC, who was brought up earlier, they get kicked out of the MLS tournament in early July when they would have been the only thing in town on TV with a great opportunity to win a market share of the sports fans in Nashville to get them on the map. The Preds have the ability to dominate August because the Titans aren't going to be on the practice field for another two weeks. So the Preds cannot bow out early and lose to Arizona. That would be detrimental to the franchise. Yeah, and to sum up everything that the two of us just said in the last 120 seconds or so, Rob has it. Right now is a very important time. They need to win so fans will come back. Because the one thing that can kind of erase some of that fear is going and watching a good product, right? Spending your money on something that is good, worth your while, that you can go cheer, root, and feel normal again. Something that is not worth that. And the ticket prices, just like inflation and winning, they've been going up, right? So now that ticket is even more expensive or is it going to be worth it to future fans to go watch a Preds team that got bumped in kind of the first play the qualifying, round. qualifying round, right, of the coronavirus year? Now, look, I don't think that that will make them dead in the water. I think they have a lot of talent, and I think they got good executives, both in their front office and in, in the business side of things, to get them out of that. But winning cures all. We know that. Yeah. That's sports. We talk about it all the time. And, and Rob in this series. Right. And Rob says need good hockey, not just atmosphere. And I, I do not, I do not uh have any question about the Preds ability to market and to entertain. That will be strong whenever fans are allowed to be back in Bridgestone Arena. They will do a fantastic job of that. But that's been happening for 10 years. Like you had the taste of success with winning on the ice. You have to keep that going. And Let's be honest, like David Poyle is closer to retirement uh, after every year just because of his long career in the NHL and being one of the best general managers to ever really do it and the way he's done it. So what's the situation? The window for the Preds over the next two to three seasons looks very different from the previous two to three seasons where it feels like there's a rebuild that's not on the horizon but it's not far beyond the horizon. It's over the hill. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not that far away. So I, I want to get to one quick discussion before we get to our question about Pred's interest level, Austin. We had Chris bring up, add the bad luck of the Grizzlies uh, they've, they've had as well. So I take a look at those two franchises, right? I think similar, mid-markets in their respected sports. One has had success. I think the Grizzlies, 
they're okay because they have their superstar. And John Morant single single handedly, right? Singularly, he is bigger than any anything the Preds have, anything the Grizzlies have. He is the number one guy superstar. His sure. name is recognizable. He is electric. And so I think the Grizz, and plus the Grizz also have Memphis, which is historically a basketball town, right? Yeah, yeah. And if you the Grizzlies are the, the Grizzlies plane is about to take off. Like it's on it's it's on the runway approaching takeoff where the Preds is starting the descent to land. And and the the hard part for the Grizzlies that I think Nashville the Preds impact, right? There's pros and cons to everything. The Preds uh they benefit off of being in the NHL and playing hockey that you can be the 8th seed and the worst seed in the Western Conference and make it to the Stanley Cup. You can't do that if you're in the NBA. The Grizzlies, you talk about taking off, they're going to have to go buy some jet fuel to get to where they need to be. The Preds, they can get to where they need to be with some of the planes that they have. Sure. All right, Zach, uh, here's the question we're going to get to you guys. What is your current interest level in the Preds 1 through 10? What's your current interest level in the Preds 1 through 10? But first, tell us about the Tucker Agency. Tucker Agency is where you need to get your insurance, TuckerTN.com. Email Will and his team today, Will at TuckerTN.com. It's Nashville's independent insurance agency. They can help save you money, and they care about you and your policy. 20% customers save when they email Will at TuckerTN.com. His team will take care of you. Like I said, you probably don't even know how much you're paying for your insurance. That's a problem, right? And if it's just auto pay, that's a problem. He can save you money and put money back in your pocket, bundle your policy, still have good insurance, but have more money. That makes the most sense. Just say in your email, heard about you on A to Z Sports. How do I save money on my insurance? Will at TuckerTN.com. All right, A to Z Sports asking guys, what is your interest level currently in the National Predators? One through ten. Uh, still got throwing shade coming up, and I've actually got a new shade that I've, that's happened uh, throughout the show. So uh, we'll get to throwing shade later on. I've got two now. It's a little shade sandwich action. What's your uh, interest level in the Preds? One out of ten. Uh, obviously, we got some diehard Preds fans in here. Um, Chris says definitely still love for the Preds, but from even from Memphis, uh, coming from a Nashvilleian. Zach saying a ten from Preds. Jonathan saying 10, Calvin 10, Louis 10, Andrew 10, Karen 10, uh, your boy Tress saying 6 out of 10 for him, David saying 4, but look, as a 4, David's watched the whole show, I appreciate that, Ronald says 10, not many people <laughs> who have an interest level, in a 4 out of 10 in anything would do it for an hour, uh, so appreciate that, um, so, and Tress says he's 10 out of 10 for the Braves right now, they're on fire, so currently, interest level for the for the Preds. It's this is not like back in March, but this is right they're on this is the playoffs. Like they're playing playoff hockey right now. What is your interest level, Zach, one through ten in the National Predators? So I told you this before we started the show. We have a pre pre-show conversation setting ourselves up for good discussion. We don't we don't talk about what we're gonna say. I'm right now and I've struggled with this. I didn't get the buildup of the playoff push. I didn't get the buildup of what seed are they going to be. I don't get the buildup of now I get to emotionally establish what's going to happen in the first round of the playoffs. 
look, I, I don't, I, I'm not complaining that I got slapped in the face with sports after several months without it. I'm not I was gonna, I was gonna compare it to like somebody dumping cold water on you while you're sleeping. Yeah, and, and yes. So I, I'm, I'm awake at a six, but I need some coffee, right? And the coffee is, I would like to see more. I want them to win, right? Yeah. I want them to advance. So then, because this is kind of the lead up of the playoffs. I don't want to be disappointed to say, well, that was a good week or that was, that week sucked. Right. It's, it's your, was, it was good because I got it, but it sucked because it's over. And I don't, as I've referenced, I don't care about a lot of the Western conference teams. Like I'm probably, I'm not the, I, and I will admit it. I'm self-aware. I'm not the massive hockey guy. I'm not NHL network guy. I I'm NBA network guy, NFL network guy. I'm not MLB network guy. So like they're going to have to, and they want me and I'm going to do it anyway because it's the job and all that stuff. Yeah. But they want guys like me, the tweeners that are at a six to jack my stuff up to a 10. And you can do that with a win. But right now, honestly, I'm at a six. Maybe after, maybe after Soros puts on a dynamic performance here in several hours. Yeah. I'll be jacked up now to an eight. So Chris says he's from Memphis, so he's at an eight. G-Man's at a 10. Tommy's at a 10. Rob's with you, Zach, right there at a six. Ethan says he's at a nine because the baby demands some of his time. So so Ethan's like maxed out his full potential for Pred's interest right now. Uh, Bobby says eight for me. Uh, they're my team now that the Rangers are out. Uh, the Sabres didn't even qualify. Um uh, Calvin says, I'm just glad someone's playing. David says he just watches. Uh, he's got a four out of 10 up for the Preds, but he just likes us and the show. So appreciate that. Appreciate um, so uh, for me, because and Tommy brings up the 130 puck drop time sucks. That's, that's my favorite part about it. <laughs> I love the 130 puck drop. That's honestly, I love the fact that, that, that you get hockey it like March Madness basketball game times. We're because, not having to stay up till one o'clock for Arizona time. Right, exactly. Yeah, we've done some late, uh, late Preds playoff games and early morning reactions. So, which you, um, it's it's kind of a love hate relationship. I like the buildup of like looking forward to tonight. Like maybe I can call some buddies and drink some beer or do some like like it, you can make it an activity, right? But the one thirty is like a pleasant surprise. It's like yeah. an afternoon delight, right? I'll I mean, say this because Bob says Austin's like day drinking. I, I, I honestly, in the first period uh, on yesterday, I had an urge to go crack something open. Like <laughs> I had to work out later yesterday, so I didn't. But like I had an urge to be like, yeah, I'm. Uh, I really look want to drink right now, but watching the Preds. So my interest level, you say six. I'm at like an eight. I am glued to the TV while the game is happening. Uh, I'm reading up about it. I'm following Twitter. I'm, I'm reacting to it. I'm reading stuff that's written about it afterwards. I think I'll really amp up. If they win this series, I'll be at a 10. And where I'm going to be invested in it, I will plan my, my daily schedule around it. So they have to really win this series for people to jump fully on board to really feel like the playoffs. Cause then you talk about missing the ramp up, the buildup to it. This cannot, cannot act like the buildup to it. Yeah. I just got some new shade too. And now I'm curious if it's the same shade. It's not the same shade. You have no idea what my shade's going to be. Is it random? It's all, it's also all myself. 
Oh, damn. So it's not. Uh, so we got two new shades. Yeah. This is good. So now we have four shades. Yeah, four shades. One. Well, is we even got one on ourselves. <laughs> is one is one a ridiculous thing I just saw. Okay. I just saw it. All right. And it, it is kinda, in sports. No, it pisses me off. Okay. Well, then, then let's go ahead and get to throwing shade. We've got throwing shade on a Wednesday. Zach and I are apparently loaded with shade. So what is your shade to end this Wednesday show? Uh, but first, let me tell you guys about the Bone & Joint Institute. Boneandjointtn.org. That's the website for the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Don't fumble on your recovery if you get hurt, which – happens to the best of us. Zach and I have both uh, used doctors and gone to doctors for injuries at the Bone and Joint Institute uh, right there in Franklin. So check them out, boneandjointtn.org. They've got everything in that one gorgeous building right off of I-65 and Murfreesboro Road. So check it out, boneandjointtn.org. All right, throwing shade time. We are throwing shade. We want you you guys could throw shade too. This is not just an Austin and Zach thing. We want to hear your shade. If you've got a bone to pick, if somebody's grinded your gears this week, something you saw on the internet, some corona bro is up there screaming from the top of their lungs to get your ass inside, that that I'll throw shade at those guys. That hey, we want to hear it. That's that's the point of this show. Yes. So uh, 50, Matthew says 50 shades of shade. Well, shade. Not quite. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I could come shade. up with 50. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we could. All right. A to Z sports. So uh, David says shade on having to get a two hole permit when fishing, a two pole permit, excuse me, when fishing. Just another way for the state to scrap up a few more dollars. Uh, no, Rudy, my shade is not going to be on Chad Withrow for anybody who followed along that Twitter spat from a couple nights ago. But my first shade that is my new shade is just quick. I forgot to plug my charger in my computer. <laughs> so uh, so this whole show, I am currently at 9% computer battery. Nine? So, nine. I'm at nine. Do you have your charger with it's, you? It's right here. I would have to get up. I would have to unplug my headphones to go get it. So I'm just basically going to bet on the ability to last through the rest of the show. If you get below five, I, I would go. Yes. If I get, well, it just bumped up to 11. So I don't know how, why, but now I'm at 11 from nine. So that's my, my new shade on myself as I look up and my computer battery is in the red and that's not good when we're in the show. So Hunter says XFL doubters, <laughs> second season on the way, but really hope it succeeds. Keep praying, buddy. Keep praying. That thing is a ticking time bomb for another bankruptcy. I love Dwayne The Rock Johnson just as much, probably more than the next guy, because I believe he will eventually be the president of the United States at some point in time. But the XFL has no shot, such as what you got, no chance in hell. Ethan says, shade on my baby for peeing all over herself right before bed last night. That's no fun. Uh, Kyle says, I'm throwing shade at our mayor for saying he was lighting the bridge yellow when our pleds are gold. How is that was funny? Kyle, you don't even want to get started on the shade. I want to throw on that guy, that doofus. Well, I, Alex, Alex is the same thing of Mayor Cooper not knowing that it's gold, not yellow. Now, the color itself is yellow. I don't want to get into politics. Don't. Guy, so just don't. So just that guy's don't. the worst. So just don't. You don't have to. Like you I have can. To. No, no, I can. 
I don't want to, but I can. But if you don't want to, don't. That's the easy part of it. It's well, you have the ability to. I will not. go on record as Zach Bingham thinks that guy's the worst. That's fine, I, but you but you saying I don't want to get in politics. He's a dope. He's a you dope. have the ability he to doesn't not know anything. That's all. I'm. I don't care about your opinion one He's way or the other fuck. about it. I'm just saying you do have the ability to not get into politics when you say I don't want to get into politics. You don't Here, have. To. Here's the shade. Here's the no. shade on that guy. No, 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 no. Uh, this is a generalization. Shade for the people that have masks on in their profile pictures. Get the hell out of here, okay? That looks stupid. They're just that's for the cause, dumb. Zach. That's dumb, okay? They're, that's they're, stupid. They're dumb for the and cause. stupid. That that's there's three. Sh- now I got three shades. One is on doofuses that have masks on in their profile pictures of their avatar. You're not saving any lives with that, bro. Get out of here. Hey, just, just just trying as Kelkin says, just trying to encourage folks to mask up, Zach. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Respect the mask, but also you ain't gonna die. It's literally the death That's not the point. That's not the point. That's not the point. Open up the city before you start that's, taxing the hell out of this city. That's, that's that, not the point. It, yeah, it is the point. No, the the point is to not die. The point is till we can have football season. The point is to not have your avatar look like you're a corona bro. <laughs> All right. So Zach, what is your shade? I'm I'm at now 10%. What is your shade on yourself? My shade on myself was that I forgot to plug my computer in that is out of my reach. So I'm at 10% computer battery right now. What is your shade on yourself? So uh, shade on myself is my 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 buying pattern this week. It has <laughs> been awful. It's been brutal. So I started the week Monday, and if you go back and watch that, Austin has the hardest eye roll I've seen in the last, I think, 2020 when I started talking about the Pure Roast coffee to start my week of how nasty this crap is. Yeah, Never buy it. It's off. It, it was a hard eye roll. Well, it, it, there was multiple reasons for that hard eye un- roll. Oh, it was unexpected shade. I threw shade on the Preds, and I threw, sh- threw shade on the, the pure roast coffee that blows. This thing's awful. Don't buy it. It tastes, I don't know, it tastes like it's from, I don't know, it tastes like dirt from the sewer. It's just gross. But so that's on me. I took a chance on a product. I didn't, I didn't, it didn't work. I, that's fine. But then I go and do something so stupid. So I'm out of shampoo. That happens, right? We, Sometimes you run out of shampoo yeah. and I buy a certain product of shampoo. Right. Well, I, I go to the store and I see that the bottle has changed and they're actually giving you 50% more free. I'm like, damn, that's a lot of shampoo, but <laughs> I guess I'll get it. Well, so I get it. I buy it. All right. So out of sh- So I'm in the shower and I look over and I realize that I have bought conditioner Ooh, bummer. and there's nothing worse than just having conditioner and no shampoo i don't use shampoo i like this shampoo no, you don't use conditioner all right i don't use conditioner but for this it looks the exact same it's the same bottle i am calling for it to have slightly different bottles so you can tell between conditioner and no. shampoo. no 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 time out time out you cannot throw you're throwing shit on yourself yes don't call for like that's your fault you didn't read it's not they don't have to do anything they can keep the bottles however they want it's up to you to read the gut the damn bottle i almost went real bad on it's up to you to read no i don't want like you're trying to 
throw shit on yourself, but now you're making excuses about your mistake. No, I, I don't want to hear. I, I'm calling I don't hear for them to make no. a a. No, so I'm calling on you to read and to also not make excuses for your mistakes, I, I which you get on me on all the time show, to do. But no, I want but, so so be frustrated and don't make an excuse. You get on me for making excuses all the time. Don't make an excuse for oh the bottles look the same. Screw it, your fault. Bottle doesn't look the same. It needs to have something that separates the difference it, between shampoo and conditioner. It does. It's called shampoo and conditioner in uppercase letters. I, I need a little bit more that pops. No, no. You need to read. Your eyes need to pop open and read the bottle before you just grab it and put it in your cart. It's no excuses. I, I like this brand. I, I just do need too. a slight altercation. No excuses. Don't give excuses for your mistakes because you get on me all the time for doing that. And you know what, Sean Gill, I may do this. This is give, give me a good reason. I use Tame the Beast products, but maybe I need to shift to shampoo. Hey, Tame you know the what? Beast shampoo. I've got it. Do it. I, I, I'm doing that today. And I can use my promo code AZ50, say 50%. Mookie so, says Zach wants everything color-coded. What are you, a four-year-old? And Alex says, almost dropping the GD shampoo angers on another level. It's not about the shampoo. It's about Zach making an excuse for his mistake after he calls me out for making excuses Fair. all the damn time. It, 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 was, it was an excuse for shade of myself, but there's nothing yeah, worse than looking over and realize that you have conditioner and you bought you need to buy, buy so shampoo. So that's on you. You don't blame the company. You blame yourself. And well, I don't want as a marketing guru, no, get out of here. I no. do, I do no. know what pops in. No, in weak. I, get out of here with this. No, weak. Well, you know if that I, if you if know I that did thing this, is not weak because if I did this, you would be all over my ass. And so I'm holding you accountable. Don't be hypocritical and call me out for making excuses while you're calling while you're making excuses for your own mistakes. That's weak sauce. Get out of here with that. I am not going to allow that to happen. I need to. I'm not going to happen. I need to have it pop. No, screw it. It's it's an it's an uppercase letters. Is that the problem that you don't read uppercase because you think it's yelling at you? I need it to pop. Get out of here with that. My actual shade now that I'm down to five percent battery. Uh -oh. This is like this is like riding on empty on the gas tank. I'm gonna push it. I'm gonna see how we go. My my shade is on the people who will see that UConn football canceled their season, and then will automatically says, well. Looks like the Power Five is going to have to shut it down too. No, UConn football canceling their season will have zero impact on the Power Five moving forward with college football. Why? Because UConn is an independent school just like Notre Dame was and BYU. So UConn doesn't get any conference money. UConn is just on its own. And so why is UConn going to cancel the season? Because it makes the most sense dollars and cents uh, for UConn to not play football because they're not going to financially benefit as much from playing. It's just going to cost them a lot more money to try to go do all the safety protocols. It's going to cost them money to do the testing. They're independent. So that's why it's easy for them to cancel it and not worry about it. Plus it's UConn football. All right. Well, that's a fair point. Mine also goes to college football and you better go grab some battery because I'm going all in on this. Shit. I kind of want to push it. Uh, then, well, then I'm going to be left with a monologue, which I don't mind. So, so here's my shade, and it just was tweeted out at 9.06, so 20 minutes ago. Brett McMurphy, Wisconsin says it's facing a revenue shortfall in excess of $100 million. In best-case scenario with conference-only schedule in which the Big Ten is playing and limited capacity at home games, 
Wisconsin would still lose 60 to 70 million in revenue. So the school is asking fans to donate to the Bagger, Badger Le- Legacy campaign. They're starting a GoFundMe and being, this is the most stupid, ridiculous thing that this rich university that's going to have a down year because of the coronavirus and all the corona bros, they're going to ask people for money. So I'm going to give a like to C. Austin Cox on Twitter who responded to Brett McPherson's uh, tweet. Yeah, C. Austin Cox. No, I'm not going to show that. I'm not going to show that. This is what that, it's C Austin Cox. That's the guy's Twitter. No, I will not. <laughs> he says Wisconsin has an endowment of $3.15 billion and is asking the pun- the public for money in the middle of a pandemic. The athletic department took $158 million in revenue last season. The Badgers can foot their own bill while others spend money on themselves this year. Austin, or C. Austin's cock. <laughs> no. Hilarious. Don't possess it back. It is C. Austin Cox. <laughs> so, and you know what? I read that without even like thinking about what that said, but that is a real Twitter handle. You could go and look at it. No, I, I believe. I believe the guy's actual name is, he probably goes by his middle name like me. Uh, and so it's that's a, where the T comes from. And I'm going to say this and sense yourself. This is an absolute bullshit GoFundMe campaign for the damn Wisconsin Badgers. Well, you know why? This is pathetic. You know, it's because of what I mentioned. Like, I think it was on Friday or maybe it was Monday that athletic departments are nonprofit organizations. So they have to spend every dollar every year. That's why the, the, the programs that have the biggest revenues have the best facilities because they're not allowed to show a profit or they're going to get their ass taxed like crazy. And so that's why Wisconsin, Alabama's doing something similar. Alabama sent out a, a, a thing, a memo to like season ticket holders saying, and, and the boosters saying we're, we're low on cash because they have to operate year to year. That's um, fine. Uh, and I'm uh, look. You they chose to be nonprofits. Yes. to save money on their taxes. That's a loophole. If you want to use it, go for it. But don't ask the public, your fan base, the people that you ride and die with, for money in the midst of a pandemic and an economic downturn, because you've lost money because football possibly is different. That's the biggest load of BS I've heard. That is my shade. All that right. drives me nuts. I'm getting nervous. I'm at four percent battery, and the low battery uh, uh, will Matt, your Mac will sleep unless plugged in soon, uh, and it is on my screen. So ah, I'm riding on empty, riding on fumes, running on and, empty. You know who sings that song? Off the top of my head, no. I'm really Do you know that song. Oh, I know the song. Yeah, I know Jackson the song. Brown. Oh, there you go. All right, guys. Have a great Wednesday. Preds today at 1.30. Hopefully Buck feels better. He was out. Had a pretty sizable fever with this COVID diagnosis yesterday. Uh, so Buck did a pre-recorded like hostage video <laughs> instead of prime time. So you can go watch that. Uh, that I thought was very entertaining because we talked with Buck yesterday. I do, I, I do have a sticker tomorrow that's for Buck. That I bought before he started showing symptoms. That's (laughs) even more funny now. Tomorrow's Magic Bucket sticker 
look, is going to be funny. We we hope Buck feels better today, but yes, we still like like it, it the lab rat aspect of this of getting to look at Buck as he goes through COVID nineteen. I think is is fascinating for everybody who's never had COVID. So uh, it's it's a community service for Buck doing that. So hopefully he feels better today. I'm still at four percent. And now I'm at 3%. We'll see you guys later on. <laughs> Hopefully the Preds win today uh, with Pecorine in the pipes. Soros, we'll let's see go you guys Soros. later. We'll Adios. Later. Soros. I can't end the show. No.